0: Real quick, real quick, this is going to be a short one because I'm here alone, I'm going to be here alone for the next two episodes, so this is going to be kind of short, especially this week, because was isn't a whole, whole, whole lot going on. Before I get started, in case you don't know, this is Doris, Tamika's absent, as I stated before. (laughs) Anyway, so I know that somebody out there saw what I saw this week, like, this week was kind of, it was kind of quiet, so like I said, this will be kind of brief. Let's start with, first of all, Gary. Where was Gary this week? He's he's quiet. He's quiet, which is um generally a bad sign. Because what is he doing? Where is he at? We have to bear in mind that he is somehow in affiliation with this mysterious dating app. I don't like how the fact that um Andy is on a dating app is such widespread news. Like, why is everybody like mentioning it why are you saying yeah ed, ed he's on his dating app or i went out with andy she met this guy on a dating app why is that important mm, that's kind of bothers him but anyway so moving on hayden hayden so his wife his estranged wife came back she claimed that she was coming back to pick up the things that she left at his house. Now that's how it started. And then it soon looked like she was willing to stay. Hayden wanted what you call a post Okay, she wasn't with that. Yet she wants to be with him. But he she needs for him to trust her. I want to like her. But because she came into the story the way that she did, it's hard to trust her. Now it began to seem like she was really falling for it. But after I saw her face this week and... Her talking about he needed to trust her and it just made me feel kind of funny Hayden was so happy he was so happy um, I kind of want to see him happy I kind of do I, I know I talk about him bad I dog him out um but let's let's just see him happy He's he has left Fatima alone now something's going to pop with that situation as far as Fatima goes because She's feeling, there's there's a look that came across her face when she saw Hayden and this estranged wife walking down the hallway at the law office. Hmm. I wonder what kind of blow up is going to take place. There's really no space because Zach and Fatima have enough on their plates. They really do. So Heather, Zach's son's mother, she shows up with the police to pick him up. Okay, and like I said last week, in reality, it couldn't have happened this way. Because once the police came to get that baby and Zach said that the baby had been harmed, the police wouldn't have been so quick to say, okay, family court. The first thing I believe they would have done was gotten in touch with Child Protective Services because this baby has been harmed. Yet, that didn't happen. He just insisted that he goes to family court. Now, this mother, Heather, she really makes my butt itch because all she wants is the money. Zach even said to her, listen, I'll give you the money. Just give me my son. But she's not going to do that because the son is her pawn. That's her pawn. That's how she's going to get all this money that she, she's asking for, all this money that he has promised her. And it's really sickening. It's sickening because there's actually women out there that I like that, so I really hope that, uh, like I've been saying, there's really no space for a child in the show. But I hope that um that she loses custody and that he gets gets this son. Uh, it's hard for me to say that. It was like drinking castor oil without a, without a chaser. But anyway, so once the police come and they take the child, Zach shows up. To, um, to the law office to meet with the lawyer and fatima Zach looked oh my goodness he looked so sad and so pitiful he really he really was playing his role this week with the fidgeting and the emotional distress you could see it so he did a really good job there um I'm glad that he and Fatima are sticking together on this and there's no there, there's nothing that's There's nothing messing with them right now, and there's really no space for that. I'm really I'm going off of my notes, guys, and it's it's a real mess. Um. Okay. (laughs) So Karen, I guess she's going to the shop to 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 check on it. Pam is there. Pam is always there. Um, Pam is going on about this. um, I don't know if he's a contractor. Or what he is—the guy that's in there checking out the place—who's played by Jason Weaver, who I really, really love from the time that he played um, the young Michael Jackson. I believe it was in *The American Dream*. He's been a child star, and he's been doing it since the beginning of time. I'm not gonna go off into a whole story, but I just admire how his mother managed his career early on to make it so that he could. He could be paid for the rest of his life long story, but I really love Jason Weaver, but anyway, so Pam has her her uh designs on him. We're not knowing who's in there, who's gonna come out of this building, but it was Jason Weaver, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe Pam could get somebody or maybe Jason Weaver might be there for Karen because she is single. turns out that he's married with a with a house full of kids, so it was <laughs> it was funny the way that um that Pam handled it. She just was making a little Brady Bunch of jokes and everything. So we're going to see what happens with that. Because where's Karen going with this with this whole shop thing? And then this kind of, this gets to me. Pam mentioned something about um the father of her child. I don't know if she was talking about Zach furnishing the money for this, um, for the, the renewal of the shop or what it was. But it's like Karen didn't, I mean, not Karen. It's like Pam didn't know that Zach was actually the father, which still leaves space. Because is he? <laughs> We're going to keep um, keep asking that until we get proof that he really is. I'm still tripping because Karen still has seven months to go. Um, anyway, moving on with my notes. I'm just trying to keep up, trying not to leave out anything. Let's talk about Maurice. Now, Sabrina gets the phone call that they need to meet with this lawyer pertaining to this case with Q and the bank robbery. She's a nervous wreck, and rightfully so. She's just nervous. Now, what I don't understand is why they weren't pressing by calling to see where the case is. If I had been Sabrina... I would have been calling the detectives. Like, okay, what's going on with the case? What's what's really going on? Something. But anyway, so the lawyer asks to meet. And so they meet at Andy's. And of course, they had to add all this drama. Like, oh my God, I don't know what he could want. This doesn't look good. Let's just wait. Let's just calm down. And here comes Maurice with his goofy self. Just being sarcastic, overly sarcastic. And anytime I say you're overly sarcastic, you are overly sarcastic because nobody... And I mean, nobody is as sarcastic as I am. Thank you, please. But um, Maurice was, he was really putting it out there. I'm surprised he just called Andy a B. Um, a B-I-T-C-H, I don't care. Anyway, he called her one, and she was like, you know, don't, don't call me that. And so he called her a whore, but in, you know, the looser term. But anyway, so it was just hilarious because just unapologetic and I think that's what makes it funny it's like he acts like he's unaware of what he's saying and how he's doing things but he knows very well what he's doing and so I just thought that was kind of funny but it was also refreshing because he wasn't so sad he almost hurt the case when he kept insisting that he was the one who was behind this whole thing when it was best for him to just shut his face and let the lawyers handle it Anyway, so they are finally off the hook I believe I heard the lawyer say that um, that he has spoken to the bank about them getting their jobs back I look forward to that (laughs) I really do look forward to that because it's time to to move this this, uh, particular storyline right along so let's just be prayerful that they get back to their regular lives and I'm hoping that I like like this new guy. I'm going ahead. I'm skipping just a little bit. I like this new guy that Sabrina uh, went on this accidental date with. But I still admire her friendship with with Calvin. So I wanted to put that in there. Calvin doesn't have a strong presence in the show. But I admire um, the relationship. But it may very well be over. Uh, Moving on. Let's see. Andy, why is Andy acting like she's playing hard to get? I get it. I get it. You meet somebody, you don't want to be the first to call. Um, and he's acting the same way, the guy. But you guys have a dinner date planned for tonight. Like he's going to cook for everybody at his place. But you all don't want to call each other. Now, it's okay to not call and just see him or for him to just see her at this little dinner party that they're having. It's okay, but they're putting way too many emphasis on it. And what's with all the games? Like, grow up. And yes, I said it. I've done this. But I I said it. it, Just grow up. Give the man a call. Or he should give her a call. Or just meet at the dinner party and let's get this thing going. Because I really do appreciate that her focus is not on Gary right now. I put right now in there because... uh, Gonna pop back up, but for now, let's en- let's just enjoy this um this little wind to change. Let's enjoy that. But anyway, so looking forward to when they actually have this dinner. Danny, what is she doing? What is he doing? Like her and Preston been going back and forth forever. They don't have anything in common, but that's neither here nor there um he he kind of gives her a balance but i don't think she gives him one because he really doesn't need one he's pretty confident about what it is that he wants and now he sees that there's something there that's um creating a shift in this this building of this relationship so she comes home um pressed to know something's not right she gets this text message from this mysterious guy that she went on this accidental date with. And Preston is looking like, okay, who that? Of course, she plays it off. Now, she goes to work early. And as I said previously, she did this, I believe, because she wanted to be along with her thoughts. Going to work early, she had, a, she had um, there was a possibility that she would run into the accidental date, as she did. And that little extra time gives her time to spend with him. I get it. I get it. So the guy is talking to her. He doesn't seem like uh, much of a creep at this point. He seems pretty familiar to me. He he doesn't seem like much of a creep. She's talking to him. They're talking about this dinner date. And then I got confused because she mentioned something about bringing someone else on this dinner date. Uh, Who would that be? They only have uh, each other. There's no outside friends. And what I mean by that is it's only the sisters. It's only Danny, Andy, Sabrina. We're going to throw Fatima in there, but we know how that is. And then we have Karen. Who's our mystery fourth person? You know She's not trying to bring Karen Bitterbutt along. The, I probably should have said that. But I don't see Karen sitting down across the table from anybody having a chicken wing um, being pregnant. With with Zach's, allegedly, <laughs> with Zach's child. I don't see that. But anyway, so Preston shows up on the scene of things. Let me say this before I go further. Please don't let Preston and this accidental date have a fight. Because I believe that the accidental date would crush Preston. I, I I believe that, but anyway, let's hope that that doesn't happen. But anyway, so Preston shows up. Danny is basically Kiki King with the accidental date. I wish I could think of his name. I'm gonna sit down and learn everybody's names. So she's Kiki King with him, and they're talking about this this dinner date. And Preston rolls up like, "Uh, what up, no. <laughs> he rolls up like, "Okay, what's going on?" He rolls up right after he said something about. Preston I don't know if he's making reference to when he leaves or when she's done with Preston so we'll see what happens with that but Danny I I believe in the previews that they were able to move beyond that because I think I saw Danny and the accidental date talking and Preston wasn't around so perhaps they were able to clean that up and then she goes into work and has a further conversation with this accidental date so we'll see how that goes looking at my notes um I really think that that's it. Looking at my notes, I believe that that is it. So you guys, um as I said, solo this week, solo next episode and it's good. It's fine. I can handle this. Um on that note, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.